Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing our Week 11 rankings shows. we got quarterbacks and running backs today, Jeff. We're going to go through all of these players, and we're just going to jump right into it again. If you guys want to know where to find us, check out the notes. You can find us at all those different spots. All right, Jeff, number one quarterback for this week, who'd you go with? Going tried and true, my friend. Um, I'm going Carson Wentz. Okay. Good old Carson Wentz, number one. He's been playing like it the way, lately, and I did too. I actually went Carson Wentz number one this week as well, which I had to think about it a little bit. I didn't know if I wanted to go Carson Wentz or if I wanted to go with my number two player, who's Russell Wilson. I decided to go Wentz over Wilson this week and just – he's been great. Not much else to say about it. He's been great every week. You're playing him. No matter what, you don't even have to worry about if you have him on your team where we rank him because you're going to play him. So what's what's your rest of your top five? Right. After that, I got Tommy Brady. I got Russell Wilson, who has been, you know, the gunslinger of the group. Alex Smith comes at number four. Uh, you know, got to gotta appreciate the points he's been putting up. And then number five, I went Dak Prescott, who has been wonderful all year. And I think he has a little more reason to throw the ball. So I think he could even be in line for a little bit of a bump up. So I like him a lot. Yeah, I went very similar, but you know, I went Wilson too. So Brady was three. I went Alex Smith four, and I went Dak five. Oh. So we're right there together with that. And Dak had a down week last week. Not too concerned about it. I think he's going to be fine. I think he'll bounce back. You know, it's just that happens sometimes. They have a bad game. I'm not really concerned about it. And the way the Giants have been playing, I think Alex Smith should have a good game against the Giants. Look at CJ Bethard just did to him. Why is Alex Smith not going to have a good game? This is going to be. I think a good one for him. And Tom Brady, he's a top three guy every week. So going against Oakland should be a good game. But Wentz and Wilson have been out playing him right now. So that's why he's going to drop a little for me. But I can still see him being number two. All right, rest of my – I'll go rest of my top ten here. My number six is Matthew Stafford this week going against Chicago. Seven, I go Drew Brees. Then I go Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff rounds out my top ten, even going against Minnesota. All right, we, we think very, very alike, so we can rush through mine as well <laughs> because uh, just a little bit different, but Drew Brees, number six, yep. I like trying true. Matthew Stafford has been playing real well, Chicago, like you said. Derek Carr actually does make mine as well. Yeah. He's going against a pitiful secondary in New England. <laughs> or They've been giving up a ton, but um, you know, you just hope that Carr kind of bounces back uh, after him kind of getting his feet under him finally after the injury. But uh, Kirk Cousins is at number nine as well, even though he's you know he's going against a New Orleans team who has at times been pretty stingy. And then Jared Goff going against Minnesota, but he's been playing really, really well. Yeah. So I give him the top ten nod, and uh, you know you hope that the the young guy can do it against a good defense. But who knows? I, I the way he's been playing, I don't see why he can't. So I'm I'm going to trust him right now. It's weird to say I'm trusting Jared Goff, but I kind of am, and I expect another good game from him. And then the rest of these guys, I go with Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Mariota. Don't really like some of these matchups. You know, Matt Ryan is playing on the road at Seattle, and he, he really hasn't been terribly impressive. He's just been kind of okay. I don't expect too much from him. And even Roethlisberger, with a great matchup last week of the Colts, he really didn't do a lot in that kind of he, an okay game. Should have had a lot more. And he has the Thursday night. Later in the year, I feel like the Thursday night games get harder and harder when they've had less rest and more injuries. It's tougher to come back from these and play on Thursday nights. So I don't know if I expect a lot from Roethlisberger as well. So any other players we talked about on our waiver, some of the streaming options. So if you want to hear some, maybe some of those, what we think, you can go back and check that one out. But 
not a lot of good players here that I'm terribly excited about down here. No, and I think the only one that we that I might have a little bit higher because you named a lot of the guys that were about to be there, but I do have Eli Manning that actually sneaks up to 12th this week just because he has a very good matchup, and I like what I saw of him throwing to Ingram and Shepard. Um, so I put him up there. He hasn't done a whole lot in the last few games, but he I, I felt like last week he, he started to look a little better. So um, especially with those other guys going against very difficult defenses, I kind of liked Eli for a, a sneaky pick. Yeah, they're going to basically throw the ball to Shepard all the time. So yeah, if they can time. get if you can get on the same page with that, it could be could be pretty decent. So wait and see. I, the team has been pretty bad though. So yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Right, I'm going to go right to running backs because that quarterbacks to me is just kind of you have your guy and you're playing him. There really isn't too much of a decision I think at quarterback. Running backs where there's more of decisions to be made. So we can go check out running backs here. Right, give me your top five on this one. Number one, you know, even though it is the Thursday night, I'm not too worried. Le'Veon Bell, my number one guy. Number two this week, Mark Ingram. I'm all the way up at number two. The way he's been playing since Peterson was traded is just unbelievable. Then I'll go Gurley Fournette and Kareem Hunt, number five. All right. I did not – I mean, Ingram, is, you know, he's not in my top five, but I'm giving him love. But that is a, that's yeah. a high, high, high prediction for him. So I have Bell, number one as well. I have McCoy. Love the matchup. I know he's been up and down, but you gotta got to love what he brings to the table. Todd Gurley, even going against Minnesota, he, that offense, he has been so wonderful. Cream uh, Hunt going against the Giants. I liked him at number four. And then I have Leonard Fournette going against Cleveland. He didn't look uh, – that offense didn't look that great last week, but I think they get it uh, back in line, and he probably gets into the end zone as well at number five. Yeah, I think – and all these guys are good options. With, yeah, obviously. They're, they're all great. It's like you're not going to – I have McCoy six. He's right there too for me. But – I, I mean, I'm just, I, I really like Mark Ingram a lot right now. He's been, I think, since the Peterson trade, I think he's the number one back in the league right now. So, and that's even with Kamara getting all the work he's getting. So, I, you can't go wrong with Mark Ingram. I'm just, let's, I'm just going to pull off some of these games here. I mean, yes, he had that 7.9 last week was his down week. Other than that, since the trade, he's gone, I think, here 25, 17, 11.9, 7.9, 31.1. He's just been really, really impressive. And then Kareem Hunt, I'd say at number five here. I kind of want to put him lower because I feel like he hasn't been that great. I mean, since those first three games where he just just was, you know, ridiculous, he hasn't had anything more than 12.1 in standard since then, which is still good. It's fine. But when you look at his numbers, weeks four through nine, it almost feels more like uh, maybe Lamar Miller-like, I want to say, which Lamar Miller has outscored him since then. So he's more of a Lamar Miller type. I think the talent's there. And after giving him nine carries against Dallas – in going against a poor Giants team, I feel like there's going to be an added emphasis, emphasis to get him the ball a little more. So that's why I think he's going to stay up there. So I think it'll be a good week for him, but I don't think he's quite the top level. So where did you put Alvin Kamara? I put him eight last week, and I think I was proven decently right. Yeah, I have, I have <laughs> Kamara at number eight. So do I. Eight again. Yeah. Yep. So I have I have Ingram at number six actually. Okay. And just to and Gordon seven. Uh, then Gordon seven. Right. Then Kamara eight, and then I round out with Howard, and then actually Coleman. Even though they're against, against Seattle, if like Freeman's not going to play, Coleman is the golden ticket here. Whoever has him is going to get you know is really really good. So I, I really really like him no matter what happens there. But just to 
reiterate the Mark Ingram thing. You know, looking at his stats, I do have to say it's very interesting because he tops out, right, in the first four weeks when you have AP, you're trying to get everyone touches. He tops out at 14 touches uh, in a game. Yep. And then he doesn't go below 16 in the next, you know, five games, and he tops out at 25. And every time he gets that kind of that many touches, he usually gets touchdowns. He went from zero touchdowns in the first four weeks. Mm-hmm. Now he already has, what, another seven or seven well, in general? Like, it, I mean, it's just a, a massive difference. He's getting all the bulk of the work that way, and then Kamara is the one that's coming in and being kind of the dynamic one. Yeah, and they've they've turned into just – they're a running team that plays defense. It, it's the weirdest thing to think of the Saints as just a run-first team who's going to play good defense and win games, and that's what they are. And until I see something different, these guys are going to be up there. And then actually, I'll say I put Jay Ajayi, number nine. I'm expecting something this week from him. I think he's going to get 15 carries at least and behind that much better offensive line than he's used to than he was in Miami. I think it's going to be a good game for Ajay. So I'm banking on something here with putting him nine. I put Jordan Howard 10. Coleman was 11 for me. So I like Coleman too because he's going to be – Freeman's out at this point. He, he's officially – looks like out already. So Coleman should have a good week. If it wasn't Seattle, we'd be probably be looking at him a little higher possibly. Just yeah. on the road at Seattle Monday night. It's a tough atmosphere, tough game. I think he's going to have a good one. Then where did you put Ajayi then? Number 11. So he's right there. Yeah, I really like him. I just, uh, you know, I I think he dropped a few spots just because I don't know how many carries he's really going to get. In the limited amount of time he did last week, he looked really, really good. So I expect big things from him, but I also don't know exactly what that workload looks like. All right, so where did you put Jarek McKinnon? Because every week we get told we're ranking Jarek McKinnon too low. Yeah, and I actually want to keep ranking him lower than I did this week, but um, I have him 15th. So do I. So I, I think that's a good place to have him. He's going to be up. He's going to be down. It looked like Murray is the one that's going to be the, the guy mm-hmm. that probably gets goal line carries. He's going to get the kind of the first crack at the grind amount yards. Um, so Well, basically the strategy behind this for me is a player like McKinnon, where he's going to have these boom weeks where he's scoring you 20 points or whatever standard-wise. He's going to have weeks where he's scoring you four or five points. So because of players like that, I'm not going to rank him like he's going to score 20, but I'm also not going to rank him like he's going to score five. I kind of put him in this middle range, which is a it's a middle it's a middle tier running back too. That's what he is. Because, yeah, you're, the weeks he hits is going to be great, but the weeks he, he's going to have weeks where he doesn't hit for you. So I can never rank him way up there because it's, it's not a sure thing. It's kind of like when you look at the wide receivers, it's like the Brandon Cooks, the Tyreek Hills. Those kind of guys are going to have big weeks and down weeks. So that's... I'm going to keep him at 15, call it good. Any other players that stand out around this range here in the middle, the 10 to 20 range here that maybe you don't normally have, or is it just the same old, same old? <laughs> I mean, you know, if, I mean, they're not unusual names, right? So Chris Thompson came in number 17 for me. He's always interesting. Yeah. Darkwa was 16th, which I tend not to like. I don't like Darkwa. Yeah. I have him at 25th. Do you? Um, he's just, he's been, he's been okay. And like you look at other people down there, um, Deion Lewis has jumped up quite a bit. Um, and then Alfred Morris is, you know, right at 20, just until I see exactly how that thing, you know, comes about. Um, but no, I think it's kind of these same people. It's just kind of a cluster. And I don't <laughs> feel necessarily strong about any one of them um, over the other. So I, I don't have any bold predictions down here, honestly. How I don't. You? No, not really. Um, Crowell starting to inch up. He's up to 20 for me. Even going against Jacksonville has been pretty tough defensively. Crowell's had a couple good games in a row. And plus, 
mean, out of the guys on here, he's one of the few that's actually doing something. I put him one spot ahead of C.J. Anderson. I put it 21 because C.J. Anderson, it's not, it's not C.J. Anderson. It's that Broncos offense has been terrible. That's where the worry comes in. And they're, they, the way they've been playing, they get down in games and they can't use him. So I worry about him there. So I'm just, yeah, it's going to stay away. And I, put, I say I put Alfred Morris 19 because I think the volume is going to be there. I, I'm not too worried about this past game. I think he's going to be fine. I think he had a decent game. And then after this, there's a lot of guys that I don't know what to do with. I don't know what to do with Alex Collins. I don't know if he's going to have a bounce back after, you know, have a, a bye week. Jamal Williams from Green Bay. Where did you put Jamal Williams? Thinking that Montgomery, I'm going to, uh, as maybe Montgomery's out, but I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's out quite yet, but I have Jamal Williams at 31 right now. So do I. Yeah. I'm right at 31. So he's kind of out in no man's land. I probably, he's one that will change closer to the date. See, I really have to know what's going to happen. Honestly, right I don't even know if I'd move him up that much. I, I wouldn't, but Montgomery would obviously jump way up. Montgomery, if Montgomery was healthy and playing, Montgomery's going to jump up probably to around. Probably top 20, I would yeah, almost I would say, think. He'd be right? top 20, yeah. He, he looked really good before he got hurt. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm going to go with him there. Yeah, a lot of these guys, it's, there's no sure things down here. It's not it's not terribly exciting. You know, I don't know what to do with Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> he's been he's had some good weeks and mostly poor weeks. I put him at 24. Deion Lewis was my 23rd. Joe Mixon, 22 for me. So these kind of guys – Hope you don't have to play them. I'm hope your team's worked out where you have three in the top twenty. <laughs> actually, I do. What did you do? Two guys that I'm interested with that I kind of went Luke Warman. Actually, maybe they're a bit high, but Adrian Peterson, who has mm. been inconsistent ever since he went to Arizona, but he gets a lot of carries. What do you do with him? And what do you do with Demarco Murray after he blew up for three touchdowns? They are actually 13 and 14 for me, Peterson and Murray, because there's no player that's going to get the kind of work that Peterson's going to get. But this is, again, another situation where he's going to have some great weeks and some nothing weeks. So I have to try to hit a middle ground. I can't rank him like he's going to have 150 yards rushing every game. So I'm going to put him 13. And then Murray, there's a lot of touchdown potential there. It's not necessarily the yards and Henry's getting a lot of work too. But when you get down here, you need a guy who has some potential to do something. Maybe a little bit more. He's getting yards and touchdowns possibly. And the guys below him, I just not that it. Amir Abdullah, Doug Martin, like those guys. Uh, Doug Martin, I put him in my top 20 actually at 18, but he's worrying me. If I see one more bad week from him where he's getting 20 carries for 50 yards, 60 yards, he's going to be dropping down quite a bit for me. I think 25 to 30 range. I don't know. Where'd you put Martin this week? Yeah, Martin's 24 for me. Yeah. See, he's getting a lot of volume, but he hasn't put together a big week like Peterson kind of. And, and even someone like Amir Abdullah who has had two pretty decent weeks back-to-back, but he's gotten in the end zone. He hasn't gotten a lot of yardage yet. So he kind of, even though he's been doing pretty well for people, I, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a afraid of him, even though he's going against a relatively good schedule. I just don't think he can keep up the touchdowns. No. It, a lot, and that's the thing. A lot of these guys, it, it's it's a ugly situation, I feel like, this running back, it's especially now not having Zeke. There's no David John. Like there's, We've lost a lot of players. That, no, no Freeman, Zeke, Johnson. I think if you have those three guys that jump in there, how much different the list looks. And these, it just, you'd have more like Lamar Miller should be 15 to 20 and you'd be happy with it. Yeah. And maybe I missed this one. I know we were kind of getting back on the Crowell bandwagon. Not yeah. like he's going to be huge, but what do you have? I had 20. 20, okay. Because yep. he is going against Jacksonville. So I just wondered. I still put him, I think he's, he's been better. So, yeah. I mean, yes, Jacksonville's great. They've been great, but. 
they, they're they are great, but yeah, it's not like some historic shutdown defense either. No, you know what I mean? But it's, it is going against a, a running back or team, I should say, that yeah, struggles. It does already. So it's just the players after him. Yeah, not not excited about. I don't. I really don't have much else, Jeff. This when we get to the rankings this time of year. It's kind of you know who you're playing for the most part. Especially when you get further past bye weeks, there's a few players out this week, but not you're not missing a lot right now. No, I, I think the ones that you should keep an eye on, first of all, is obviously figuring out what the hell is going on in Green Bay. So that'll <laughs> be a big one. And then after that, I think the people that have you know jumped up on the list, uh, obviously Drake people are going to be looking at, but really it's the it's the Patriots running backs. Deion Lewis, Burkhead, those guys are, are creeping up uh, to me. And, um, you know, and if... Latavius Murray can keep getting in the end zone. He's actually viable nowadays. Yeah, he's interesting. Murray, if I see another week from him where he's getting a lot of work, he's going to probably jump up a little higher for me. I still don't trust it. I don't know why. I still trust McKinnon about 10 spots higher, but just not Yeah, excited. I did the exact same thing. If he doesn't get in the end zone, I have a feeling you know, you're going to get 50 yards out of him maybe, and you yep. will grind him out. All right, I feel like this was a little shorter ranking show today. Yeah, well, you know. It's it's that time of year. Yeah, I think you kind of know what you're getting from a lot of these players. There's it's been a weird year where there's not. I mean, these there's some top end running backs that have been good for the most part every week, but no one is just like a plug them in sure thing almost every week. Even Bell's about. I mean, Bell is and Gurley. I mean, other than that, is there been because McCoy's been down, Gordon's been down, Ingram has been great now, but he wasn't you know, obviously to yeah. start. Fournette's been down. Hunt's been yeah struggling a little it's, bit. There's not. There's not as many, I feel like, just sure things. Like last year you had Johnson and Bell and Zeke, every single – and McCoy. Really, you had like four guys last year that you were just like, boom, you're going to have a big week. With now, it's pretty much Bell right now we know for sure. And that's – might be it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't trust a lot of it. It's, it's strange this year with that. but Yeah, it's sad that I trust Ingram and Kamara more than I trust <laughs> – I do too. Two backs on one team more than I trust, say, even a Hunt right now. I do. He's been struggling, but he has a great matchup. So I think he, he will bounce back this week. But. Yeah. You look at the numbers and you kind of kind of see start some of these trends, and uh, you know I mean they may be ranked really high, uh, you know like like Hunt is one of them, ranked very very high in the uh, overall rankings because he had a, a few big weeks early on, but you see that his, you know his numbers have been trailing off a bit. Yep. All right, I think that'll be it for quarterbacks, running backs. We'll be back tomorrow with wide receivers, tight ends, and wide receivers are even more disappointing than running backs. There's not many. There's definitely not a. <laughs> Other than Antonio Brown, wide receivers don't have a sure thing, number one, every week. So we'll talk about that and go over the tight ends on tomorrow's show. We'll talk to you guys then.